Well, pinkies, what a month it's been. See if I'm going to be able to get out of my parking spot today. I don't have my truck in four-wheel drive. Oh, slipping. Try again. Oh, going to have to put it in the four-wheel because my driveway is ice and snow. There. Oh, come on, honey bunny. There we go. That was easy. Now, you've heard me talk about four-wheel drive before. I'm just using it to get out of my driveway. In fact, I'm going to turn it off now that I'm rolling. Then by the time I get on to the hard pavement, it should have disengaged. You know, uh, Harley and KC... Oh, it's not... Is it, oh, it just busted loose. Good. Harley and KC on the enormous podcast... Uh, uh, thank you, by the way, for the shout-outs. I should, I, should, I should have written you an email by now. <laughs> uh, I hope I did. Uh, but anyway, they were talking about me and their vehicles and stuff, and they were talking about how cars in the olden days used to be so much simpler, and everything today is now electronic, and how... KC fixed his car by plugging in a vacuum hose. Incidentally, we do still have vacuum hoses, vacuum in our vehicles, but but I know what you mean, KC. Anyway, now I was just thinking about how my my four-wheel drive is all electric servo. You switch, flick a switch, and the servo motor moves a lever and engages the transfer case. And if that servo motor or the switch or anything ever dies, you're screwed. The other thing in this dumb truck, <laughs> which I say with all the love, uh, but it's a mechanical four-wheel drive system, except for that one servo. <laughs> this dumb truck, you cannot put it in the, the transfer case in neutral. If you ever had to tow this truck... With if the engine was disabled or anything like that, there's absolutely no way to put the transfer case into neutral. I have a button here. I have it. It's on my my flicky switch. I have a button for neutral. I can put the transfer case into neutral, but when you turn the vehicle off, it will not stay in neutral. And if the engine doesn't run, you cannot flip anything. So you're totally screwed. If this truck were to fail and you just wanted to haul it off the road by putting the transfer case or even the transmission into neutral, you will not do it if you can't get the engine running. You can't just even turn the key and put it into N or anything because it just does not work. And that's a flaw. That's where you want to have the good old gear shift connected to the transmission or the transfer case. So you could put a vehicle in neutral. It just drives me crazy. Anyway, hey, listen. Um, I got all. I got a, a little bit of news. I'll just tell you what's been going on. Now I'm way behind. For instance, I am way behind on my own episodes. <laughs> I have episodes in the can that need to be edited and pushed out. So. Uh, 
by the time you hear this episode, which is being recorded in mid-February, it's probably going to be mid-March. I'm not entirely sure. Anyway, I've talked about a few things. I may be repeating myself here today as I talk about some things. Um, Here's what I'm going to tell you today. I got a job. I'm not referring to my volunteer job. I'll talk about that too. Um, And, oh, is that all I wanted to say? (laughs) I should look at my notes. I can't be bothered. Um, So I told you in the last episode, which I have not aired yet as of this recording, about the old codgers and the car driving business that I got myself connected to. Um, uh, So I finally made it through the classroom training. And now tomorrow, as I record this in mid-February, I'm going for my driver training, my in-car driver training. So we're gonna get to go and check out this this uh, Chevy Bolt with a B as in Bravo um, electric car, and of course, I'm gonna be tested on my ability to drive like a non-crazy man. <laughs> So we'll see. They want you to drive chauffeur class driving is what they want. Um, So uh, no power sliding (laughs) allowed. Um, So we'll see how I do. I'll have to let you know in the next episode, which is not recorded or edited pulling onto the freeway here. Um, So that's my non-paying job. Now I have a real paying job, a job that actually pays me money um, that I just started about a week ago, maybe two weeks ago by now, I don't know. Definitely two weeks by the time you hear this. not sure what how much to say about this job but I'm working as an administrative assistant uh, for a small company that uh, does dog training so uh, I uh, uh, it's kind of interesting you know I am a bureaucrat at heart and what this company needs is a lot of organization Uh, they're having trouble managing their customers managing their scheduling Uh, they seem to be doing okay on billing but um, uh, but customer follow-up and uh, maintaining or preserving customers I guess so I'm uh, I'm having quite a good time here coming up with systems and using some of their in-house scheduling systems to help them Uh, get a little more organized so I'm spending a lot of time on that right now but I'm trying to work myself into like a one or two hour a day which I do all this work from home you know everyone's working remotely now Uh, so uh, I've been uh, I've been heavily tied up with my new little job (laughs) that my scheduling assistant is what I'm guess I'm gonna call myself um, so uh, so I've been enjoying that that's been going really good so far anyway 
uh, making some shekels to, to fill my purse so I could use more shekels. Always need more shekels in my purse. Um, so now what else? I should see if I have anything else I need to talk about. I just wanted to say thank you to, uh, well, I, I also have to say thank you to Big Fatty for being chosen as the 2022 number one fan of the Big Fatty Show. It certainly is an honor to be chosen. Uh, thank you. I, I, uh, I, I, my, cohort, my cohorts for 2022 are Blind Guy Jay and Phyllis Lindstrom. Um, we've not yet met and had our inaugural uh, martini drink. I'm hoping the invitation comes soon, Big Fatty. Uh, but I'm sure we will get around to that, especially now that all of the uh, all of the uh, COVID-19 restrictions are being dropped and more freedom is coming to the country, thanks to our our the our loving protesters, the Freedom Convoy. I'm not even I'm not. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, I do not support the Freedom Convoy who are just a bunch of seditionists. Anyway, you can unsubscribe now if you have an alternate theory on the Freedom Convoy. (laughs) Anyway, I said that's all I would say. Um, So yes, uh, thank you Big Fatty and uh, I'm looking forward to fulfilling my duties as the number one fan for 2022. And then as I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, the enormous podcast uh, shout it out. This is this is some time ago now in their episode. Um, uh, so thank you. I had a few things I wanted to say about that, but I can't think of them right now. The snow is a melting. Oh, you know I'll tell you about this. I had these when I bought when we bought our house. Uh, we also bought the couches that were in the house because they looked kind of nice. They were in good shape. They fit into the living room really nicely and all was good on the first day that you looked at them. And we thought, oh, if they're for sale, let's take them because we had, we didn't have any good furniture. So we took, we took on these two couches, a love seat and a sofa. And, uh, and they're white which is, you know, not not like an off-white with a pattern on it. They were pretty kind of a little bit floral. Uh, and I thought, you know what, that's, it looks so, you know, a, a gay homosexual, this is the kind of couch that a gay homosexual would have in their house. So we thought, yeah, let's take them. Well, anyway, going a little, I'm going very fast just through a construction zone here. I better slow down because the Kappas don't like people who speed. By the way, I got to go to the police station today and uh, get a criminal records check for my non-paying job. Anyway, that's a different story. Um, uh, better hope that warrant has been has been uh, pardoned off my <laughs> off my permanent record. So anyway, these couches—they turned out that they were kind of a pain in the neck. They weren't very comfortable. They weren't the right size. You know how you like to stretch out on a couch and, you know, you want a couch that is as long as your body is? Uh, 
Otherwise, you you know your neck gets crick, cricked up against the the armrest of the couch, and it just you know it's just not a good thing if your if your couch isn't long enough. I like a guy likes to lay on the couch and watch TV, and this couch was a short couch, like a three seat sofa, but a short one, five feet I think, uh, of cushion space, almost six feet of couch you know with the arm overhangs whatever anyway so only five feet well I'm five foot eleven so it wasn't a couch that you could actually stretch out on and the littler couch which was like four feet or something three and a half feet seating cushion space they're just a little they were just a little too big like they were like an overstuffed couch and just we didn't like them and there wasn't enough room and we put the Christmas tree up when we put the Christmas tree up at Christmas time we had to move the little sofa out because there's no space well anyway finally I decided we and they were very uncomfortable these it was like an overstuffed cushion and you'd sit on it and it would feel hard for a little bit and then and then your ass would just kind of like mold into it and the cushions would move all around because they were really slippery and you just couldn't get comfortable unless you were sitting there like a dainty, you know, little prince with your tea and your pinky stuck out. I mean, these couches, they just weren't working. Well, anyway, so I put them up on Craigslist or Kijiji here, which is the fancier version of Craigslist, and I sold them. So now we're couchless. Now we have no furniture. <laughs> Except for one chair and 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 a coffee th- or an end table, like one you know single seat uh, recliner type chair. So I guess uh, I'm not sure what we're gonna do about furniture. I still have a bit of furniture in the storage uh, warehouse. We'll bring those couple of pieces of furniture and we'll see how they fit in. Kind of do a make do thing because you know couches are freaking expensive. And if you want a nice couch, you're going to pay even, like a couch that lasts longer than three years, you're going to pay through the, through the nose for that. So, uh, so anyway, I'm glad I got rid of my couches. They were on the market for about 30 days, 25 or 30 days, I think, before someone kind of finally snatched them up. Of course, part of the problem is when you live out in the country, nobody wants to come out to the country to get your couches. The people who came to get my couches today, an older couple, Phil and Marlene, <laughs> um, <laughs> came like two hours they drove to get my couches. So it takes a long time to sell things when you live out in the country. All right, that's all I got. Thanks to Harley and KC for the for the shouts out and the car talk and all that stuff. I, I really enjoyed your last two episodes. And I know I wanted to say some things about your show, but I didn't write it down. And even if I did write it down, I'm driving because that's what this show is about. And uh, uh, the, another good thing is the snow has has really starting to melt away here so 
I haven't been driving the 911 because I just hate getting it dirty. There's nowhere to wash cars around here. I can't wash cars at my house because it would just create an ice rink. You wash the car at the car wash, and then to get it home, you gotta drive through all these freaking melting snow puddles. So this, it's really pointless to wash a vehicle. And I'm telling you, it is absolutely killing me that I have three dirty vehicles, well, two dirty vehicles. Well, maybe one. I did wash the, the Tesla and managed to get it home relatively clean because I did it on the cold, frozen morning. Um, anyway, it's, it's, it's driving me crazy having dirty vehicles and I can't, I'm not going to be able to stand for it much longer. All right, so that's that's my story. That's all I got for you today. That's what's going on around here. I am the Fade Driver. Thanks for listening. You can email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com if you have a car question or just to say hello. And um, and remember that this podcast is part of, part of the Pride 48 network of LGBTQ and LGBTQ-friendly podcasts. You can find more LGBTQ-friendly podcasts at pride48.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.